0: Shalom to all. Today's office is Erev and We're starting five lines from the top, the fourth word on the line. Today's office sponsored, Le'ilu Nishmas, Reb Shneir Zalman, Ben Reb and his wife, Yacha Rezel, Bas David, their neshamas should have an aliyah. Now we concluded yesterday's Gemara with a story about an eight-day-old child, his breast was meant to be on Shabbos. However, the hot water that was prepared before Shabbos for bathing him had spilled out. Raba, who lived in the same chutzre as this baby, suggested they just bring water from his house. Abai told Raba that no erev chaseres was made, so Rabba suggested to rely on the shittufim muvayis. Abayi responded that no shittuf was made either, and the Gemara says we have a mavui that two great rabbis, Raba and Abai, live in. Let them have a bei loy erev v'lishituf. There's no erev chaseres or shittufim muvayis done. Amalei he responded, might not. What are we supposed to do? Mar, Rabba, Lav Urche, it's not proper for him to go around collecting the bread from everyone's houses. I know myself, train a bigger site. I'm busy learning. And inhu, everyone else on the La Mishkechi, they don't really care about it. And if you're gonna suggest l'hu Pita that I should be makna everyone bread in a basket, meaning I should just take bread from my house and be mocking it to everyone so now everyone can own a bit of this bread. Kimadi Bo Lamunai. If they're gonna ask me for some of this bread on Shabbos, Veloy I can't give it to them because if they're gonna be asking me for this bread every Shabbos, I can't afford to feed the entire Mavu so therefore a batal shitov now this shitov is going to be void it's not considered like everyone's joining in because if we can't give the bread to the people if they want to eat it then that's not considered a proper shitov if one of the people in the mavoi wants wine or oil that was used as part of the shitov they didn't use bread they used some wine or oil and it wasn't given to him so the shitov is void so we can't do that either so the new suggestion is so why don't you just be mocking to them a revius of vinegar that's in a large barrel everyone could take from this vinegar so it's going to be a val- so Abayah responded, Tanya in Mishnatim ba'itzer. We have a brass that says that you're not allowed to make a shetufa muvayis or a vechatzeris with stored food. That's eitzer. Meaning, if we have a very large barrel of vinegar, so most of that is just meant for storage, and only a veyis of it is going to be used for the eruv, that's not considered a valid eruv. So we can't do that. So the Gemara says, Tanya, you have a brass mishtatvim. you are allowed to join in like that. So the Gemara answers, Amravaysha, no problem. Like Hasha, Habes Shamay, Habez Hill, one's Bes Shamay, one's Bes Now we have a mishnah. Habes we have a corpse in a house. V'loip Sachem Harbein. There's many openings to this house. Kulantmain, all of them are Tameh, meaning all the Kalim that are within the opening of the house is going to be Tameh. Why is that? Because we don't know which opening we're going to bring the mace out through. So, therefore, since every single opening in this house is fair game to bring the mace out through, we're going to say that any Kalim that are in this opening are going to be considered Tameh because we're assuming that the mace is going to be brought out through that opening. However, Niftach if one of them gets opened, who Tameh? Then only the things in that opening are going to be Tameh, kul and Tahirin, and all the other ones are going to be Tahr. Let's say the person thought to himself, I'm going to bring the mace through that opening or through that window that has 4x4 four four, that saves all the kalim in the other openings that's only if he thought about bringing the mace through that opening before the person died even if he thought about it after the person died nonetheless that's still going to save all the other kalim in the other openings now what does this have to do with Erev we see from Beis Hill that even after the person died we can retroactively determine which Pesach he's going to be brought through saving everything from becoming Tame so too with Erev if we have a barrel of vinegar of which a revius is the Eruv, even if people take vinegar, we say that whatever is remaining is the Eruv, retroactively determining that whatever is left was always the Eruv. So we see the one member is Beishamai, the other member is Beis hill, and this is also something that Abai could have done with his chatzir. And now we have another story about a child who's supposed to have his birth on Shabbos. Ahu there was this child, His hot water had spilled out. Rava, Rava told the people, ime, Why don't we ask his mother if she needs hot water? Nachri agav ime, so then we can ask a Gentile to warm up hot water he could warm it up for the child, Agav, because the mother also needs the hot water. Now, Rashi explains, although we wouldn't be allowed to heat up water for her because she's already eight days after birth, she still is in the stage that we're allowed to ask a Gentile to heat up hot water for her. So, Amalehi Rav Imika Ravah, the mother's eating dates, which is considered a cold food, so she doesn't need hot water. he responded, let's just say that something grabbed her, she wasn't really in her right state of mind, and she should not have been eating those dates, she shouldn't have been eating cold food, and really, she does need that hot water. And now we have another symbol story who you knew there was this child he was supposed to have his breast on Shabbos to hamime and his hot water had spilled out now let's take a look at this picture in Rashi on the left hand side we have the biasal katatan that's where the child actually lived and it's open into their huttter now this huttter is open into another Huzer and if you see at the bottom of that second Huzer it has the word chamen, that's where the actual hot water was now that hutzer was rava's huttter and rava's house was quite large and it had two parts to it it has Bei Gai that's where the men used to hang out and then has two inner parts to the house which are called bay nushi that's where the women Used to hang out. This was for sneeze purposes. So the men have their part of the house, and the women have their part of the house. Now let's go back to the Gemara and see what Rava suggested. Amaru Rava. Rava told them, Please move all of my kalim from the men's part of the house into the inner part of the house where the women are. Ve'ezlevayi of Hasam, and I'm going to go spend time over there. Ve'iftulahu and I'm going to bevatul my chater to the people who are supposed to be making a bris, and then they could come in and they can get the water. He's mevatul his chater to them, so now they have ability to go and take the hot water for their child's bris. Now Rashi." Clarifies the necessity of bringing his kalim into the women's section of the house as a preventative measure, so Ravah doesn't accidentally bring the kalim from his house into the chater after he was already mivatil his right of usage. So Amalei Ravina, Ravah, Ravina asked Ravah, "Hava Amar Shmuel, Shmuel had said, 'In betul shes mechatzul chater, you're not allowed to mivatil from one chater to another.' And that's what you're doing. You're being mivatil roshes of your chater to your neighbor." Amalei he responded, "Anak Rav Yechon I hold up Rav and Amar Yesh betul roshes mechatzul You could be mivatil roshes from one Khatar to another." So Ravina asked Rav in response, "V'ilah sarvlog Markish Shmuel." If you don't hold like Shmuel, Sama Chesam Beis on the top, Nesam Mar Beduchte. Why don't you just stay where you are? V'nevatul Hu Why don't you just be your rishos to them? V'nehadu Inhu and V'vatul and then they can go back and be mavatul to you after they take the hot water from it. This is what we call a double betul. Reuven's mavatul is rishos to Shimon, and then Shimon does whatever he needs to do, and then Shimon could be mavatul to rishos back to Reuven. So why don't you just sit there and do that? If you don't hold like Shmuel anyway, so you should be allowed to do that. Doha Marav. Rav had said mavatul and v'chazim We could do a double betul. So he responded, I hold." Like like Shmuel in that case, to Umr Ain Mivatun Chazrin Mavatlin, you're not allowed to do a double bettle. So he asked him, Vlav isn't it the same reasoning? My time aim mavat chazin mavatl. Why are you now allowed to do a double bettle? me shum. isn't it because the key and the batal say once Ruvan's mevatal his reshos is mehachal gamri So now he's removed himself completely from being able to use the rishus, Khers. And it's like he lives in a totally separate chatzer, battle and you're not allowed to be mavat rush from one chatzer to another. So my nami la So you Rava should not be allowed to mavat. Your shus, to your neighbors, because you live in a totally different Rishos. It's one and the same reasoning. So he answered, no. Over there, the reason why you're not going to make a double betel is. So that the words of the Rabbana shouldn't just be like jokes and mockery, because they said, You're allowed to be or your Rishos. But now, if we're going to be playing games, I'm my Rishos to you, and then you're you're Rabbana back to me, that's just a game that makes a mockery out of everything the Rabbana say. So no doing a double betel. However, you are allowed to be my Rishos. So therefore, I could be been my Rishos to my neighbors. And now we're going to delve a little bit deeper into what we just mentioned. Gufa, Rav Amr Vatlin, Rav holds we could do a double bittle. Again, which is Ruvain, being Mavatl's Roshas to Shimon. Shimon could do whatever he wants, and then Shimon goes in his Mavatl the Roshas back to Ruvain, so Ruvain can continue carrying. Ushmul Amr and Shmuel says, In Mavatl and Vatlin, no doing a double bittle. Let's say Rav and Shemul argue about the same thing that the Rabban and Rabbi do. The Rav, the Rabban and Rabbi Lezer. Rav holds like the Rabon and Shmoul's like Rabbi Lezer. Now the Rabban hold that if someone forgot to join in an Eirev, and he's Mavatl rishos to everyone, else, he still retains the right of usage to his house, and everyone else may use the chatzar, but not his house. This seems just like Rav. From the fact that Rav allows a double betel, that shows that the first person being mevatel roshas still retains some rights of usage. Rabbi Elizer however, holds that when a person's mevatel roshas to everyone else in the chatzar, he completely gives up all rights in the chatzar, and even his house may be used by everyone. This seems like Shmuel that doesn't allow a double betel, because when the first person was mevatel roshas, he completely gives up all rights and can't reacquire them. So now the Gemara says, Amalucha Rav, Rav will Tell you no, <speaking in Hebrew> I even hold like Rebbe Leazer, because I because like Ad Kalakam Rabbi Leizer Hashem over there, Rabbi only said <speaking in Hebrew> that if someone's of his he's automatically giving up rights <in> to his <Hebrew> house. Also, because a person doesn't live in a house without having rights of usage to the Chater, so if he's giving up his right of usage to the Chater, he's automatically giving up right of usage to his house. <speaking> in <Hebrew> but in regards to removing himself completely, he's not completely removing himself. He is still leaving the ability to reacquire. Rushus for himself and Ushmul Amar not Amarikon. Shmuel says I'll even hold on and reaban and Hasam, their button only hold what they do over there is Elamida Bato battle Whatever the person was Mavatl, he was Mavatl, which is his chatzer, Udalai battle Lai battle and whatever he was not Mavatel, he wasn't, which is his house. Avo Maida Batl Miy Stal However, whatever he was Mavatl, which is his chatzar he completely removed himself from it and he's unable to reacquire his right of usage to the chatzer. And the Gemara continues, this is the Mukhakas Tanaim, Mishanasan Rushusai, a person." Was Mavatol's rishos Vahaitzi, and then he carried out into the Chatzur. B'en B'shagig, B'en whether he did so, or he oscillates everyone else from carrying here. Divir amir that's opinion. That's because he's reclaiming his right of usage in this Chatzur, and since no one had made an error beforehand, so now no one's able to carry because no air was done, and he had nullified the bitol that he previously made. Rabbi he says, if he carried out so then he oscillates everyone because he's reclaimed his right of usage. So then he doesn't oscillate everyone. What are they arguing about? It must be that Rehmeyer holds that we could do a double betel. Whereas Rabbi Huda holds no double betel happening from the fact that Rehmeyer says that if this person who is Mevatel's Roshis ready carried something out Bishagig, that's reacquiring his right of usage, it must be that he retains so much of this chatzar that even though he carried something out unintentionally Bishagig, nonetheless, he reclaims his right of usage. It must be Mevatel's Roshis However, Rabbi Huda doesn't hold like that. So Gemara says, that's not a raya. Everyone could hold that you're not allowed to do a double betel. over here they're arguing about whether or not we're going to find a person who carries something out lest he carry out we're going to kenass him that when he carries something out even he's reacquiring his right of usage because we're afraid he's going to do so we don't kenass him so therefore we don't have a raya this machleka's rav is the same thing as machleka's rav and whereas the gemara continues rav they actually do have the same achleik as Rebullahs in the the Rabbanan, as we had previously suggested and now the Gemara goes back to explain the first mission in this parak Rabbi Gamaliel Gamaliel had told over a story of a Tzaduki that lived in their Chatzar and his father had made a certain suggestion of what to do in regards to the Chatzar a Tzaduki is a full-fledged Jew however he doesn't agree to any Takhanos in therefore he doesn't agree to the whole precept of Erev so therefore all the people of the have to do something in order to be able to use the Chatzar on Shabbos and now the Gemara says Tzaduki Mandachar who mentioned anything about tzaddouki in the Mishnah? We were previously talking about doing schirus with a non Jew, and all of a sudden Rabbi comes in and starts talking about a tzaddouki who's a Jew. So the Gemara says, vahakitani. We're really missing something in the Mishnah, and this is really what should be taught. Tzaddouki are Reu Kinachri. Gitanicamba holds that a tzaddouki is just like a Gentile, and therefore you have to do schirus with a Rabbi Gamaliel, Ramagam Gamaliel says, No, tzaddouki in a kinachri. He's not like a Gentile, and we don't have to do schirus with him. He could actually be Mavathalos Roshos. And for Am Ramagam Leel, we have a story with a tzaddouki, he lived with us in the same Mavi and Yushalayim, and he was Mavatal has rush to us, Varmilanu Abba, and our father sent us, Maru Vaitsiyos a Kalim a Mavoi, quickly take out the Kalim into the Mavoi, Acheloyaiti, before he brings his stuff out, Vyasar and then he's going to ask you from carrying. So we see this machlaikis between the Tanakhama and Ramagamaliel, whether or not it's Tzaduki is like a Gentile or not. Vatanya the Raisa says, Hadarim Nachr Tzaduki by Susi, if a person lives with any of them in a Chatzer or Mavoi, Hare Elo, Iser, Olive, they're going to ask him from carrying unless they do Schirus from him. We see that we compare a Tzaduki and a Nachri, that's the opinion of the Tanakhama. Remagamil, he says Suduki, by Susi and Ice Room, they're not gonna ask her because they could be Mavato their Rishos. Technically, we can stop the Bras over here because we have a proof from this Brasa that there actually is a of the Mishnah between the Tanakama and Remagamliel, whether or not it's Suduki and Anakri are the same thing. However, we continue the Braysa. Um Stuki Akad, there was a story that Suduki, Shahidar, Ramagamil, and Mavhib Rush He lived in the same Mavu as Ramagamil and Ushalaim, but Armalhan Ramagamil Banov and Ramagamil told his children, Banai, my sons, Maharu, Hari, Vaitzigu Masha Temba Tim, Bakhnisu Mash quickly take out what you want to take out into the Mavu and bring bring. bring in what you would like to bring in, before this abominable one, talking about this tzeduki, he brings something out into the mavoi and he's going to ask you from carrying, because he was already and now if he takes something out, that's showing that he's reclaiming his right of usage, so you better quickly use it before he does, that's our opinion, we have a totally different thing the Rebbe Gamliel suggested, quickly do whatever you need to do in the mavoi before Shabbos, before it gets Dark, and he asks you from carrying. We see from here that Rebbe Huda actually holds that it's seduki is like a non Jew, and therefore he's not able to move Vatar Roshos. And once it's Shabbos, if they didn't do Scarus with him, they're not going to be allowed to do anything in the Mavoi, therefore they better do whatever they want in the Mavi before Shabbos, because on Shabbos they're not going to be allowed to do anything. And now the Gemara analyzes Ramir's opinion of what Rabbi Gamaliel had said quickly take out into the Mavoi whatever you would like to, and quickly bring in what you would like to before this t'ayv does so, and he's going to answer you from carrying there. The Gemara asks: remember, does that mean to say the Himafki in who the ihu that if they brought their stuff out before him loy so he's not going to answer them? It's like a race who brings their stuff out into the mavoi first. And once they brought their stuff out before the Tzaduki, so now once the Tzaduki brought his things out, he's not able to answer them because he doesn't have any right of usage. It's not considered like he's reclaiming his right of usage by bringing something out. someone else on the top have a Someone who's and then he brings something out into the mavoi or the Chatzar, Bain Bain whether he did so, or, or, or. he osters them from carrying because now he's reclaimed his right of usage. That's the opinion. So here we have very clearly that even though a person's mavato the right of usage, they can reclaim it at any point in time. So doesn't make a difference if the people of the mavoi took their stuff out into the mavoi first, before the Tsuduki or after him. He could always reclaim his right of usage. So the Gemara gives his first answer. Let's say really this breast should be read, as if this person brought his stuff out, he's not going to oscar everyone else from carrying because he was already mevatel his rishos. A Yomer, he gives us the second answer. The B'raisa is talking where the people of the mavui they took control. They were machzik in the M'voy before the Tzeduki could. However, the Mishnah, it says that if a person brought something out into the M'voy after he was mevatel rishos, that's when the people of the M'voy were not machzik in the mavui. And V'otanya, we have a brass proving this, and we're talking about a scenario where no one made an Erev together, so therefore no one's allowed to carry in this chatzor of M'voy. If a person was not mevatel yet, See, He brought something out into the mawu or the chater, bein b'sheigeg Ben b'meizid. Ben whether it's b'sheigeg or meizid, Yachlavato, He's still able to mavatol his Roshos. Devar mer that's his opinion. Rabbi Hudaimer, he says b'sheigeg. If he brought something out b'sheigeg, Yachlavato, He's still able to mavatol his rishos. B'meizid. If he brought it out b'meizid, ain't yachlavatol. He's not able to mavatol his Roshos anymore. Now Rashi explains because he's considered a mumar, which is loosely translated as a not religious Jew. It's usually used to describe a person that's known to transgress halacha purposefully. And we're going to learn more about this later on this daf. And now the bracha continues. Misha nassan Someone. Was mevatol's just ready? and then he brought something out into the mavi of the chatur. He's going to ask everyone from caring. a That's a Meir's opinion. That's because he's reclaimed his right of usage. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says If he brought out bemezad, aizer, he's going to ask everyone because he's reclaimed his right of usage. he's not going to answer. And now we continue with Rav Mayor explaining himself in the Brai'sa, and this is part of the development of Abaya's answer. when is the state of That's only if the people of the mavi. Hadn't taken control. They didn't do something. in The mavi didn't put their Calam out there. Avolzikubene mavi mavi. If the people of the Mavoi did take control of the Mavoi, after the betul happened, ben b'shegi, ben b'mezud, enu Whether this person who's or shows took something out into the mavui, b'shegi or Bemazid, it doesn't make a difference. It's not going to answer everyone from caring. That's because they already were masak in the mavui. They already, so to speak, took his right of usage from him, and he can't reclaim it. And therefore, there's no steer between the mishnah and the brayso because in the brayso, where Rabbi Gamaliel had suggested to them they should quickly put stuff in the mavui, that's considered taking control of the mavui. And therefore, even if the would try to reclaim his right of usage, he wouldn't be successful. Whereas the mishnah that had said that. Once someone puts something out into the mavoi, that's going to answer everyone from caring. That's because no one from the mavoi took control of it. They didn't place their stuff down. Therefore, he's able to reclaim his right of usage. We're going to stop here for the day, and tomorrow we're going to pick up trying to understand Rabbi Huda's opinion in what Rabbi Gamaliel had suggested to do with his mavoi with the Tsuduki living inside of it. But for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.